of Destiny Total Sports Ministry in conjunction with Deep Experience Revival Level introduce to you God's Word with simplicity and power, which is able to save and give you eternal inheritance through God's servant, Pastigo Okolo Prince. God bless you as you listen. Our Father, we give all the glory to you. We appreciate you again for helping us today. Thank you and thank you again for your message towards us, for your loving kindness, for your steadfast love that has never failed. We give all the glory to you for making it possible for we to come this week again to receive from you. Our King, we thank you. We thank you for every life here, for every family that is represented. We give all the glory to you. For great wonders, O Lord, that our eyes have seen this week, we say thank you. For Johnny Messis, you granted us, O Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for the players that trained that nobody sustained an injury. There's no recorded death, no accident. Thank you. We give all the glory to you. We give all the praise to you. Lord, please speak to our hearts again today. As we come, O Lord, to hear from you, let your word, O Lord, be carved in our hearts. Help us, O Lord, to be doers and not just hearers. Bless every of our souls today. Cause our lives, O Lord, to be transformed. Let there be a restoration of everything we have lost in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless our souls. In Jesus' name we have prayed. This evening, we want to continue with our study as we look at 1 Samuel chapter 30. That is the anchor scripture that God confronted us with. We are looking at it. We have been studying it to see how David could be able to pursue, to overtake, and to recover all. So for him to pursue, to overtake, and to recover all, there are certain things that happened that we need to take note of. If you fold your hands, it won't happen. If you don't press the right buttons, it won't happen. It won't happen. It's important that we don't just wake up in the morning and say we are serving the Lord just because we go to church or we stay in fellowship. We must learn to do what God is saying to us. As we study the scriptures, let's apply it. This word of God that we study every day is for you to do. He that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them, not confesseth them, and doeth them. He that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them. This is the person I would like him to be like. He'll be like a man that built his house upon a rock. The wind will come. The storm will come. The house is standing where it's standing. Nothing will happen. But he that heareth these sayings of mine and doeth them not, this is whom the man is like in life. When the wind comes, it will carry the man. When the storm comes, the man will melt. So we have so many people that are hearers, but very few doers. We have so many people who confess, but very few do us. We have people who also conjure God's word, 
They can cram it, but very few do it. The essence of we coming here is for we to learn of Christ and to do what he asks us to do so that he can bless us. Don't rejoice that you go to church. Rejoice because you are following Jesus and you are doing what he asks you to do. That is where the blessing is. Any child of God that you see that is not blessed is not a doer. As simple as that. So we discover the first thing that made David to be blessed. They returned. We saw David flee to Philistine when Saul was pursuing him to kill him. He didn't see another place to run to. It's to the Philistines, the enemies of God. He ran to the Philistines with 600 soldiers. 600 soldiers that were following him. They followed him. That's when we talk about leadership. The leadership can be very dangerous if you are following the wrong leader. So immediately David turned and put his head to Philistine. They all joined him. 600 of them. 600 of them. By the time they are returning back, they discover that they have already attacked Ziglag. Where David left the wife, he left the children, all the 600 men kept their people there. They have attacked them. They held all their children, their wives captive. Nothing was remaining there. And they burned down the whole Ziglag. God needed to ask him, return back again. Leave Philistine to return back. That was the genesis of the journey of them recovering all. The first thing we must learn in our walk with the Lord is to check, is there any area God is asking me to return? And God said to us, the wisdom of returning back to God from whatever error is the greatest of it all. Is somebody here with me? Now look at what we are going to discuss today. Very important. Please, very, very important. Pay good attention. We are learning of Christ. We are learning. This is the wisdom of Jesus. He wants us to see how loving the Father loved us. That made him to send Jesus to come and die for us. You cannot condemn yourself except you've decided not to follow this wisdom of returning back to God. Can you imagine? Even if you have killed somebody and you've decided to return with all your heart, not playing games, the Father's hand is still open. Very much open this moment. The father's hand is open to accept the person the way the person is and to still remember his covenant and his blessings for that life and he will still return it to the person. Even if the person says, I am old, he said they will still bear fruit at their old age. There is no failure in Christ. There is no failure in Jesus. There is no regret in Christ. When we come to Christ, our regret will be terminated immediately. His face shines upon you. Hope springs up again. Is somebody saying amen? Now today we start our study. Look at 1 Samuel chapter 30 verses 4. Amplified. 
Then David and the men with him lifted up their voices and wept until they had no more strength to weep. I won't need to go back because I have shared the whole thing with you here so that you can follow me. By the time they were returning back from Philistine to Ziglag, they discovered that the whole place had been burnt into ashes. They could not even see the body of their wives. They couldn't see the body of their children. They could not see their properties. They could not see anything. And when they got to the place, they were shouting. Where is my wife? Where is my children? What has happened to them? These are warriors. These are fighters. Men that have been fighting with David. Men that have been fighting with David. So ordinarily they were strong men. But you could see how their strength finished. They hold him vanished immediately. Because they lost something so precious to them. That they can't just forget like that. And these people started weeping like children. They started crying like children. They wept and wept and wept and wept and said, oh, if this one weep, weep, we say, oh, my darling, where is my children? Who has done this to me? Who has done this to us? Who has done this to me? Children of God, I want to announce to you, until you discover that you have lost something, you can't weep. You'll be dancing. When they tell you to dance, you'll be dancing. Listen, you don't understand why many of us are behaving the way we are behaving. We are not serious about restoration. It's because we have not even seen that we have lost something. But this man saw we lost something precious. They didn't just lose something. If they have lost only chairs, there's no problem. Assuming they lost slippers, there's no problem. Even for some of them, if it's only their houses that God burns, there's no problem. But this time around, they discover their wives are nowhere to be found. Their children, they were nowhere to be found. They can't even see their bodies so that they can at least say, we saw their bodies. They were all burnt into ashes. Okay, let's carry them like that and go and bury. We can say this is what happened to them. Please, a situation like that, is there a situation where you should fold your hand and you won't cry? Today, we are seeing children of God who can't see that we have lost something. Their relationship with God is not what it used to be. And they are not crying. They are not bothered. They are still okay. They walk around. They are laughing. They will tell you, we are going to dance and dance and dance and dance. And you finish sweating. You go back home. You say, praise God. There is somebody who lost something precious. Does people who lost something precious dance? In the case of these people, the Bible says, Then David and the 600 men with him lifted their voice and wept until they had no strength to weep anymore. Until all their strength got exhausted. Give me good news. Their strength got exhausted. That was when they knew that we had need of a divine strength. Say divine strength. Say divine strength. Say divine strength. 
there are certain things that will happen in this life that your strength will get exhausted immediately. The whole of your strength will finish. You can't even pursue if they ask you to pursue because your own strength has finished. You can't pursue. If they say now nah, pursue, you can't. You'll be confused. You won't even know what to do about life. Confusion will just engulf you. Confusion will swallow you up. You won't know where to put head, what to do, where to start from. And that's the case of many people in the body of Christ. But they have used dancing. They have used prophecies. Those things does not recover it. It doesn't bring restoration. What brings restoration in the body of Christ is what we are teaching you. First of all, they returned. The second one they saw, we lost something precious. There's something we lost. There's something we lost. Every one of them knew we lost something precious. In fact, that was why they decided to stone David. They decided to stone him. At the time they wept and wept, look at verse 5. David was now in great trouble because his men were all very bitter about losing their children and they were threatening to stone him. But the Lord, his God, gave him courage. Go back to King James. King James said, he strengthened himself in the Lord. <laughs> that was the saving grace. For David, his own strength has finished. His own strength has been exhausted. Go back to that very good news. Verse 4. Can we read? One to go. And David and his men started crying. And did not stop until they were completely exhausted. They were completely exhausted. They were crying. Don't lose something precious and be dancing and be eating. You can't lose your relationship with God and still be eating. You can't lose your relationship with your maker and you are still rejoicing and dancing. And that's where we started the journey. We say, what is that that you have discovered you've lost? And we took time to say, discover that thing. Return back again to God. So that the journey can start. So that the journey of you recovering all, recovering all, recovering all can start. The journey can start. We say the journey starts with you returning. Now because they could see that they lost something, every one of them had a beak and a paper. He could write, my daughter, my son, four of them, my wife, this one could write, this one could write, these are the things I've lost, these are the things I've lost, these are the things I've lost. If you don't know what you have lost, even if you get there, where God is saying you are going to recover all, you will discover, if you see the thing, you will know you pass. If you see it, you will not know. You will pass. But every one of them knew what they lost. They wrote it down. They were sure of what they lost. So that if they start pursuing, when they see what they lost, they can be able to recover back. They can be able to identify it. They can be able to recover it back. I will say in a man. 
I don't know what God has best time for your life that the wicked has stolen from you. I don't know what it is. But whatever God has best time for your life that the wicked has stolen, the journey for restoration already has started. The journey of restoration has already started. It has already started. But this journey is not going to be a careless one. It is a strategic one that we must understand very well and make sure that we will not lose anything. We must recover all. Not keeping some behind. Making sure that all is recovered. All must be recovered. So they wept until all of them were completely exhausted. Exhausted. They were completely exhausted. They began to think about how to stone this David that took us to Philistia in the first place. This man that took us to Philistia in the first place. You saw how they have carried all our wives. Better do something. Else. Blessed be God for the man called David. That he had some wisdom. I will say amen. And the Bible said, David strengthened himself. Can you give me the scripture that said, David strengthened himself in the Lord. But before David could start strengthening himself in the Lord, what happened to his first strength? In verses 4, what happened to the strength? It has finished. Their own strength got exhausted. If your strength will not get exhausted, God will not release his own strength. It is at the point where their strength got exhausted that David turned to the Lord and said, Lord, my own strength cannot carry me to pursue. Lord, I cannot do more than even the dead. We exhausted. My strength has finished. My strength has finished. My own strength has finished. How do I go about this? Oh, may I say to you, by strength shall no man prevail. When the Bible says by strength shall no man prevail, it's not talking about the strength of God. It is your strength. You've tried to use your strength to prevail. Your strength that you gathered in school. Your strength that you've gathered in some skills or something like that. You have tried to use one of your strengths or the other to prevail. But it has not worked. <laughs> It has not worked. The highest you could get from it is small, small food that you can eat. The highest you could get from it is small, small house rent. The highest you could get for it is a small, small thing that you're doing to keep soul and body together. To keep soul and body together. But look at what happened to David. And the Bible said, and suddenly, David was in even worse trouble. There was talk among the men. Peter, over the loss of their families, of stoning him, David strengthened himself with trust in his God. David strengthened himself. David strengthened himself. David strengthened himself. The next thing we start looking at, after we talk about returning, is to get hooked with the strength of God. If we must pursue well and recover all. If you are not connected with God's strength. May I tell you you can't pursue far. 
Miamio, you can't pursue far. You can't pursue tirelessly without the inner strength that injects confidence in us. You can never pursue tirelessly. You will pursue and get tired. You will pursue, pursue, you get tired. So for we to pursue tirelessly, we must first of all allow God to inject his own strength in us. Just like David did. The Bible said he had to turn to God because the situation there, he can't handle it by his own strength. If he ever wastes the next minute, they will stone him to death. They will stone him to death. He will see it with his eye. He will see his corpse lying down there. But the other side. So the man David knew the situation at hand is not what I can handle. In the first place, my own strength has finished. I am exhausted. I don't know where to start. How do I start? How can I recover? Even my own wife took more of 600 men. Their entire family. 600 men. Their entire family. How can I recover all? When I look at that, I began to ask myself questions. I said, look at the work God has given to me. How can I recover Africa? How can I recover Africa? How can I recover the cream of this continent that this devil has stolen? How can I recover it? I wept also like David. My own strength finished completely. I could sense that my strength cannot even do nothing. My strength cannot do nothing. My strength cannot do nothing. Are you here with me? Look at 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 9. You need to come to this level of understanding. If your strength will not finish, if you will not weep and cry by reason of what you have lost thus far, when I sit down and check and check and check, here you are. You graduated since five years, since ten years. And you are busy telling us that Nigeria has turned upside down. That is why you don't have a work. The devil has stolen something from you. May I announce that to you today? The devil has stolen something from you. If you are out there hearing me, you have been there 10 years. You graduated 15 years. You graduated 20 years. You graduated 5 years back, 4 years back. Even 3 years you graduated. No job. And you are waiting for Nigeria to give you a job? Oh, may I announce something to you? You might wait and wait and wait. Gray hair will come out. You might wait and wait and wait. If there's another kind of gray hair, that one will appear too. But if you understand what we are talking about in this season of restoration and understand how does God restore there is that which belongs to you. There is your portion. Even the prodigal son is wiser than many people. The prodigal son could remember, hey, I'm a member of this family. There is a portion that belongs to me. Father, give it to me. And the father gave it to him. And here we have so many children of God who don't even know they have any inheritance. Who don't even know they have inheritance with God. They are slaves in their father's house. They are so timid that they can't ask for hoof. 
They are so timid. They can't ask. Even for a bread. They are so timid. They can't ask for a plate of food. So timid. They only go to church and club and wear good clothes and appear and put on perfume and go back home hungry. And the next one, they turn to pastors and say, these pastors are thieves. We got offering, we got everything, they are not giving us. The pastor has preached you the gospel, my friend. Go to your house and apply what they taught you. And your life will not be the same. Pastor is not the one holding your inheritance. Your inheritance is with your father. And when you come, he will release it to you. The prodigal son knew where his inheritance was. And he went there and demanded they gave it to him. Pastor's job is to teach you. It's to teach you. Not the little change you give to pastor. You come again and be cursing him. Leave him alone. And do what God has asked you to do. So that you can be blessed. Leave him alone. Do what God has asked you to do. May I say to you. In this season of restoration. Everything that belongs to you will be recovered. Everything that belongs to you in Christ Jesus will be recovered. There shall be a restoration. There shall be a restoration of your womb. Even if the devil has stolen it. There shall be a restoration of the job that you yourself will create for others to be employed. There shall be a restoration of your husband that every day you're kissed at the sky and say, God, God is going to release something on you and there will be a turnaround. There will be captain of industries, great men that God raised, great ministers of the gospel, the ministry that God has given to you, God will make it to blossom. There will be a restoration in the name of Jesus Christ. In your academics, those that lose as if they are not intelligent, those that are in sports circle, God will restore what belongs to you in the name of Jesus Christ. But take heed to the instruction. The first thing you must know as we begin to teach this second series of restoration, you must know your strength cannot carry you. Can you read? 1 Samuel 2 verse 9. He will keep the feet of his sins and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength shall no man prevail. <laughs> it's not by your expertise. It's not by your strength. If you employ your strength for restoration, you will fail. Now hear this. They could see that the situation at hand is beyond their power. Please, did you understand that? The situation at hand. Why you feel that the situation at hand is not beyond your power is because it has to do with only food. That's the one you can see. <laughs> and you don't know your destiny is under age. Your destiny is under age. See the man that God has already destined that he should be the captain of industry. May God open your eyes to see. May your heart accept what God is saying. So for see, see, by strength shall no man prevail. You can't prevail by your strength. The situation that I'm seeing, you can't prevail by your strength. The situation 
the present situation about your glorious destiny, if you can see there is a battle, the enemy is dragging. These people could see what they lost. They could see. They knew it's not a matter of food. You can imagine going to offer them food that time. They will tell you, get lost with your food immediately. It's not what we're talking about here. At that time, do you think there's anybody that will have appetite to eat? I'm asking a question here. Is there any one of them that have appetite to eat? No one will have appetite to eat. Is there any one of them that will give clothes to where he will want to look at you? No matter how much. If you offer them shoes, will they take it from you? They tell you we know what we lost. What we lost is what we are looking for. What we lost is what we are looking for. Don't offer me nothing. You are here. Why are you supposed to have been somewhere that is glorious? You are here. Why are you supposed to have been in your husband's house? You are here. Why are you supposed to have been the one that is leading others? And what you are looking for is food. And you are satisfied with food. What you are looking for is clothes. What you are looking for is the money you used to pay house rent. God forbid. Can somebody say God forbid? Tell the devil I am reaching out for what I lost. Whatever you have lost is what I am reaching out for. Nothing less than that. And all of them must be restored. In the name of Jesus. All of them must be restored. And that's why I started this. God gave me the strength. I have started already. And that's what I'm bringing into. Because I can see what I lost. I can see what I lost. All the while I've been here as a mediocre. Since 2010. We are running one small academy here. And we are posting things. And everybody is rejoicing that they are doing something. And God said, what are you doing? That's mediocrity. To be compared with what I've given to you. By now you should have been employing many coaches. You should have been raising many families. The families of the earth ought to be blessed through you. I have given you such magnitude of blessing. I want you to bless the families of the earth. Not families in Enugu. Not what I'm talking about. He said to Father Abraham, the families of the earth will be blessed through you. God is not making mistake when he's speaking. God does not make mistake. He doesn't make mistake. Some of you sit down here looking at me. You're supposed to be a world star. A world star. You go to television, you're watching Nema. You're watching Messi. May I shock you today? They should be watching you too. They should be watching you too. But until you understand it, until you understand it, and reach out for it, not with your strength, for by strength shall no man prevail. But with the strength of the Lord, David encouraged himself in the Lord. David strengthened himself in the Lord. When you begin to operate by the strength of God, you begin to achieve unusual things. When you begin to operate by the strength of God, you begin to achieve unusual things. That if people hear, they will say, how is he achieving it? Why you are where you are is that you are still looking at your strength. 
measuring your strength with what God is saying. When you stop measuring your strength with what God is saying, you start seeing unusual things happening. Things that people will see, they say, how did it come to pass? What did he do? <laughs> is it not this one man? How come that this one man is achieving this? Is somebody here with me? So when God talks about strength, it simply means for you to become strong. When God talks about strength, it simply means to give you support, to encourage you, to give you hope, to give you support from every angle. To give you support from every angle. So when David turned to God and said, Oh God, our strength has finished. God said, I will give you support. I will encourage you. I will give you hope. As of that time, what they mean is that their hope has finished. They got exhausted. The situation around you might get you so exhausted that your hope will finish. It will look as if there's no hope again. There's no hope again. Just like what we're seeing that is happening around us. It looks as if there's no hope again. But whenever a child of God turned to God, when a child of God's strength has finished, when you return to God and know he is your strength, God is our strength. God is the strength of a believer. God is the strength of his people. God is the strength of his saints. It's not you. Your strength won't carry you far. It might end in any good state. It might end in one local government in any good state. So when God talks about this strength, it's to make you strong. So that you can handle what ordinarily you can't handle with your strength. It's to encourage you. It's to give you hope. Is to also persuade you to persuade somebody to do something by making it easy for the person. He come to persuade you. I could sense God telling David, you can do it. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Now that you see your strength has finished, now I'm here. I will support you. I will make it easy for you. It will look as if it's nothing. You'll be running. Everybody will be wondering, how is he getting this thing done? Because the Lord is his strength you're using. It is the strength of the Lord you are depending on. It is the strength of the Lord you are depending on. No more the strength of any man. So immediately after we return, the next thing that we look for is the strength of God and that strength must be seeked for consciously. You seek for the strength of the Lord consciously. You seek for that strength consciously. Can we look at some scriptures please? Look at Jacob speaking to Joseph. Genesis 49, 24. He called his children and said, let me bless all of you. You will see what he said concerning Joseph that made him outstanding. He said you'll be fruitful, but not only that you'll be fruitful. You will see God's help. You will see God strengthening you. You will see God strengthening you. Are you there? He said, but his bow abode in strength and the arms of his hands we are made strong by the hands of who? Of the almighty God. 
of Jacob. From hence is the shepherd, the stone of Israel. Now, Jacob, when he was blessing all of his children, he was blessing them. If he called this one, he will bless him. He called this one, he will bless him. When he called to Joseph, he called Joseph, he began to speak to him. If you go back a little, go back a little, he was talking to Joseph. He was telling him how fruitful he would be. And everything he said to them, they all came to pass that way. None failed. Look at verse 24. As he was talking to Joseph, he said, but his vow abode in strength. <laughs> his strength. And that strength is not Joseph's strength. It is the strength that the hand of God will make available for him. That was what made Joseph tick. The strength that God will make available, the hand of God, that was what established him. He became a rock that no matter what you are doing, he's staying with God. The strength of God sustained Joseph. The father said, I saw it. The strength of God, God's hand that is strong, is what will keep this one and make this one glorious. That's what will keep this one and make him glorious. May you be strengthened by God. I say, may all the weaknesses in your life be over. May you be strengthened by God. So that you can start doing exploit as if it's nothing. So it's the strength of God that strengthened Joseph. All the fruitfulness he saw in his life. All the exploits. All the exploits. Look at again. First Chronicles 16 verses 11. May we understand this. He says, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his face continually. Seek the Lord. When we say we are seeking the Lord, it's just like you return to God. When you return to God, what are you looking for? He says, seek the Lord and the strength of the Lord. So when we seek the Lord, we ought to also seek his strength. Asking the Lord for his strength that accomplishes great tasks in life. That makes things easy for a man. That makes life sweet. That makes you to pursue and recover whatever that the enemy has stolen from you. So we seek the Lord. We seek also his strength. We seek his face continually. We seek the Lord who seek his strength. Your strength cannot carry you until you finish this life. By strength shall no man prevail. There is need for we to receive the strength from the Lord so that we can keep pursuing tirelessly until we recover all and fulfill destiny here on earth. Can we say amen? I say can we say amen? Whenever the strength of God is not enjoyed by a man, please write it down. The man begins to accept mediocrity as destiny. Whenever a man is not enjoying the strength of God, he must accept mediocrity. He will accept mediocrity as the best in life. Because your strength can carry you. 
There will be a time God will show you. This is what you need to recover. You say, which strength do I need to? Let me stay where I am. I'll be managing here. <laughs> Let me just manage. Just give me a shop. Let me manage. It's okay. Just give me one shop. They ask you what kind of shop. Article shop. Provision store. Have you not seen people behaving like that? The reason is because the strength that would have made them whom God had designed them to be is not there. It's not there. Are we saying amen? So as we claim that we are seeking the Lord, let us seek the Lord's strength too. As we seek his face continually. So that if God confront us and say, this is whom I have made you. This is what I have given to you. And the enemy is holding it. What will you do? You pursue. What will you do? You pursue. And you will not stop pursuing until you overtake and recover all. How will you do that? Not by your strength. It is the strength of the Lord that can make you do that. If you try to do that with your strength, you will get halfway and start breathing like this. And say, Lord, I'm tired. Just leave it like that. Let the devil go with it. <laughs> so you can imagine David. David say, you see, you see, this is wickedness. My brothers, let God judge them. They will stone him. <laughs> you don't want to hear God judge them there. <laughs> we must pursue and recover all. We must pursue and recover all. All the people who are standing like that, they are walking with their strength. Receive strength to pursue in the name of Jesus. <laughs> I say receive strength to pursue in the name of Jesus. Stop leaving it for God. You have left so many things with God. And God is returning back to you now. Pursue. Pursue. Overtake and recover all. Pursue. Overtake and recover all. Don't tell us any story. We don't want to hear. This year, you must pursue. <laughs> you must overtake. You must recover all. With the strength of God. In the name of Jesus. Pray and say, Lord, my strength has finished. Pray first. Say, Lord, my own strength has finished. Pray. Say, Lord, my own strength has finished. I need your strength. My own strength has finished. I can see it. That's why I'm sounding the way I'm sounding. That's why I'm behaving the way I'm behaving. If I see people pursuing, I tell them, take it easy. If I see people that want to recover their glory, I say, be careful. Lord, I exchange this weakness I've seen in my life with your strength. Lord, strengthen me. Lord, strengthen me. Lord, encourage me. I seek your strength. My strength cannot recover this. I have discovered what I've lost. I'm about losing a glorious destiny. I'm about settling for mediocrity. I'm about settling for nothing. Look at how many years that I've been squandered in my life. Nothing to show for it. And yet I claim I'm serving you. What is remaining for me? I have discovered where the problem is. I have been pursuing with my strength. 
I've seen that by strength shall no man prevail. And that's why I'm not prevailing since. Lord, please help me. I have come to be encouraged by you. I have come to be strengthened by you. Strengthen me, Lord. Strengthen me, Lord. Strengthen me, Lord. I accept my own strength finished. It has finished. In Jesus' name. Look at Psalm. Psalm 29, verses 11. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. The Lord will give strength unto his people. Why is he giving you strength? He knows you need the strength to pursue. He's not giving you strength to sit down in the house. He's giving you strength to pursue. He's giving you strength to pursue. He's giving you strength to overtake them. He's giving you strength to recover all. But if God senses that you want to sit down with the strength, then he's not giving it to you. Have you seen what to recover? The people saw what they lost. Have you seen what you lost? The people saw what they lost. And the people said, we are ready, Lord. Give us strength to recover all. Give us strength. God saw the readiness in their heart. God saw he would give them this strength and they will use it to sit down and be gossiping. They have decided we are recovering all. And by the time we recover all, they will know we have a God who gives strength to his people. Who gives strength to his people. So you sitting down in one place like that and you are rejoicing and walking like this. You are in trouble. You have not even known what you lost. And the devil will be laughing and say this one. I'll finish this one already. The Lord will give strength unto his people. Are we saying amen? The Lord will bless his people with peace. He will give his people strength. But why? They need to pursue. Can you imagine? The lengthy time God has given to me. The time we have to keep pursuing. Recovering. Pursuing. Recovering. Until we finish. Recovering everything. Then we say yes. We got it now. Then we still go back to God. Lord. Is there anyone remaining? <laughs> Has anyone remaining? It is a dangerous thing for me to leave anything that God has given to me in the hand of the devil and go. It's a dangerous thing when Jesus said, Occupy till I do what? I come. The territories that God has said you should occupy, that the devil is occupying now, you must recover it back. You must recover it back. Are we saying amen? In this season, if by the end of this year, somebody will not come here and say the issue of looking for job has finished in my life forever until Jesus come, then I will know that person is not serious. If you take it serious, you see where God would have placed you by the end of this year. You would have seen where you'll be. Your head will be lifted up. You'll be outstanding. When people see you, they will say, yes, this one is from the Lord. Can we shout amen? Look at Psalm 84, verses 5. Psalm 84, 5 to 12. What do you want to settle for? What do you want to settle for in this life? 
Don't settle for one nonsense thing. Settle for what God has given to you. Psalm 84 from 5. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the ways of them. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee. Why is the man blessed? The strength can never get exhausted. The man is blessed because that is the strength that will accomplish everything God said concerning his life. The man is blessed because he can never accept mediocrity as final. The man is blessed because he will keep pursuing until the day he recovers all. <laughs> the man is blessed because he can never get exhausted. It's the strength of men that get exhausted. Just like the strength of David got exhausted, the strength of God does not get exhausted. It must accomplish the thing where do he give you the strength? He must accomplish that thing. So the psalmist saw it and said, hey, that's the man David. He tested this thing. He knew what the strength of God can accomplish in the life of a man. He knew that the strength of God can make a man of 150 years be running. He knew that the strength of God can make a man of 99 years old to give birth to a child. So when the strength of God is at work in a man, that man can accomplish what is humanly impossible. Why did God say you should seek the strength of God in this season of restoration? So that that which he had designed for you can be accomplished. For by strength, shall no man prevail. How will Abraham have accomplished such gigantic promises of God if not by the strength of God? How can Peter be the rock that will carry a whole church if it's not by the strength of God? How can you accomplish glorious things in this life if not by the strength of God? May you receive fresh strength from heaven. May you receive the strength that will make you accomplish great tasks for God and the people of God in the name of Jesus. May you receive the strength that will make you a blessing to this generation in the name of Jesus. It's not your strength. It is his strength that can make it work. Verse 6. Who passing through the valley of Baca make it a well. The rain also fill it the pools. Verse 7. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeared before God. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them that appears before God in Zion. They move from one level of strength to another. They move from one level of strength to another. As they keep following the Lord, seeking the Lord and his strength. Seeking the Lord and his strength. So when they stay in fellowship that is not adulterated, when they stay in fellowship that reveals Christ, not fellowship that saps strength of God, there are fellowship that sap you the strength of God. The strength of God will be sapped. There are fellowship that makes you more defied. There are fellowship that co-fellowship. 
But that is not actually fellowship. But every fellowship that is of God, the Bible made us to understand that they must be moving from what? Strength to what? To strength. Strength to what? To strength. How? Because he wants them to accomplish a great task for him and his kingdom. He wants them to become a carrier of the blessings of the people. That the families of the earth can be blessed through them. I tell you, God will make you one. In the name of Jesus. Verse 8. O Lord God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Verse 9. Behold, O God, our shield, and look upon the face of thine anointed. Verses 10. For a day in thy court is better than a thousand. A day in thy court is better than a thousand. I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. A day in thy court is more than 1,000 years that somebody spent elsewhere. Why? As they appear, there is strength that is injected in them that their eyes cannot see. That their eyes cannot see. And that is what the devil don't want. That is why he's struggling to take the pulpit. So that if they come, they will make them dance and sing. And yet, they have not returned to God. Because that is where the journey begins. Before the Lord gives you strength. In the course of this study, you will see where God is saying. They got the strength from God and spent it somewhere. They came to Zion. God poor strength. They went and spent it somewhere. And God begin to imagine. How would they accomplish great tasks for me? Why I bring them here is to give them strength. Because there is something that must be accomplished. There is something that needs to be restored. May you stay with the Lord. I say may you stay with the Lord. There is no place that is better than staying with him. Can we shout amen? Verses 11. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. Verses 12. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man that trusted in thee. That trusted in your strength. That trusted in the strength of the Lord. Carrying him all through. Carrying him all through. There is no good thing you will lack in this season. I said there is no good thing you will lack in this season. Finally, Isaiah 17 verses 10. Isaiah 17 verse 10. Because thou hast forgotten the God of thy salvation. Say God forbid I can't forget you Lord. And hast not been mindful of the rock of thy strength. <laughs> because thou hast forgotten the God of thy salvation and hast not been mindful of the rock of thy strength he said therefore shalt thou plant pleasant plants and shall set it with straight slips therefore we cannot forget that we have a God who is our strength who gives strength to his people that we need to go and seek for strength. I know you have seek for money. 
you have seen for so many things, you must seek for strength in this season. You must seek for strength to accomplish great tasks. The strength that move you from this place to a higher place. The strength that make you recover everything that God has said concerning your life. If God has said something to me, if I get anything less than that, God sees me as a failure. God sees me as a failure. If God has said that other states would have been blessed through what he has asked me to do and I end up in Enugu state, I'm a failure before God. If I come to him, I say, Lord, it's because I don't have strength. It is where I have strength I did. God will ask you, did I ask you for your strength? Did I ever request for your strength? For the assignment I gave to you or for the task I've given to you? It is my strength, God will tell you, will accomplish it. If you are sick for my strength, I would have given it to you. If you are mindful of me, who is the rock of your strength, I would have given it to you. To accomplish great tasks, I tell you today, your strength will finish, but God's own can never finish. I give you time to pray again. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God. Say, Lord, I need your strength. I need your strength to accomplish great tasks here on earth. I don't want to exist and vanish. I need your strength. It is true my strength is failing. Or it has failed. I'm exhausted. But Lord, where is your strength, Lord? Let your strength uphold me. Let your strength uphold me. Let your own strength accomplish this great task. Lord, I have come. Exchange these weaknesses I've seen in me with your strength. My strength cannot carry me far. It is your strength that can carry me. You are the rock of my strength. Lord, please help me not to plant. And at the end of the day, everything that I planted because there's no strength, it cannot be maintained. Please help me. Let your strength be released to your people, O oh Lord, because we have returned. We have returned. If you have not returned, please return. God does not give strength to those who have not returned because they will use his strength to pursue the wrong thing. God doesn't release his strength to those who have not returned. They will use his strength to pursue the wrong thing. Pray and say, Lord, as you give the strength, I will use it to pursue the right thing. David never used it to pursue the wrong thing. He pursued everything they lost. Everything they lost. That was what they recovered. Have you discovered that in the course of the teaching, you say, have you lost your devotion with God? Your communion with God? Your fellowship with God? Have you lost it? This strength that God will release is for us to recover it. Have you lost your position? Whatever you have lost, the strength that God will give to us will recover all of them. Lord, we plead for your strength. Please help us. You are the rock of our strength. We cannot do more than our fathers if you will not give us the strength you give to them. Until you give us the strength you gave to David, you gave to Joseph, you gave to Abraham, we can't accomplish much. You gave to our Savior Jesus, you gave to disciples of Christ, how can they accomplish such a thing with their strength? 
It is your strength that they use to accomplish it. It's your own strength to use also to accomplish this. Lord, please help us. Help us in the name of Jesus. Receive the strength now. Receive the strength of the Lord. Receive the strength of the Lord. Receive a fresh strength to accomplish great tasks. Receive a fresh strength to pursue, to overtake, to recover all in the name of Jesus. Whatever the enemy has stolen from you, by the strength of the Lord you will pursue. By the strength of the Lord you will overtake. By the strength of the Lord you will overcome. By the strength of the Lord you will recover all. In the name of Jesus, in this season, there will be nothing that will be lost that will not be recovered. In this season, everything lost must be recovered. In the name of Jesus, including your health, it will be recovered. In the name of Jesus, your children, they'll be recovered. In the name of Jesus, your glorious destiny, Christ Jesus, will be recovered in this season. In the name of Jesus, your marriage will be recovered. Your health will be recovered. In the name of Jesus, whatever you have lost, whatever the wicked has stolen, your fellowship with God, your communion with God, your relationship with God that used to be sweet, Lord, we cry, by this strength, they will all be recovered in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. We give glory to you. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. I know you are blessed by the message you just received. We encourage you to join our Open Heaven meetings, connecting to God's help every first of the month, 5 p.m. Deep Experience with Jesus every Saturday, 5 p.m. And our life-transforming seminars for all in Sports Circle at Sud E23, C2C Plaza, Pocketty Road, Enugu, Nigeria. Visit our Facebook page, Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry. Instagram at Savior T Sports. Twitter at Savior Total. WhatsApp number 090-6022-330. Email Savior of Destiny Total Sports Ministry at gmail.com. You are blessed. Ancient words ever true. Change.